Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler, and my guest today is Mark Egan. And Mark is the president of the Capital District Chamber of Commerce. Did I get the name right? Yes, it's Mark Egan. It's actually the Capital Region Chamber, but okay. either one is fine. So, but good okay. to be with you as always, Cynthia. And Mark and I are going to talk about how the coronavirus is affecting businesses in the Capital District. So, I mean, it was just like somebody punched us in the face. One day we were out socializing, going to events, eating restaurants, being with friends, being with family. And then the next day, oh, you got to stay in the house. You got to self-quarantine yourself. And it was such a big, big mental adjustment. Um, as a whole, how is the capital region doing? Well, obviously, as you said, it, it you know our our reality today versus what it was like several weeks ago or even a week ago has obviously changed a, a great deal. Our chamber's annual dinner, which is our largest event during the year. We usually have about 1,200 people at it. It was actually scheduled for today. Um, and uh, so, so 16 days ago, so a little more than two weeks ago, uh, we made the decision to postpone it. And when we did that, we were really the first organization locally who had a big event that made that decision. And, and, and I guess when I mentioned that point was how every day things change. So that was on a Tuesday we made the decision. And by Thursday mm-hmm. or Friday of that week is when they started to restrict, you know, groups. And, of course, it was 500 or less, and then it was 100 or less, and, you know, then it was 10 or less. And now it's basically saying, you know, other than your immediate family, you know, you need to be distanced from everyone. So because of that, obviously, it, it impacts um, people locally, whether they're their employers or employees, you know, that, that – um, you know, so depending on the business, you know, now most businesses are not what's considered, quote, essential businesses. So it means that employees can't go into work. Um, you know, depending on what someone does and the type of business, some of them are able to work remotely. Um, and the, and mm-hmm. the business is still able to operate just under different parameters. But certain businesses can't do remotely and they're, they're outwardly facing. So it means you know, that beauty shop or a barber shop is a good example. They can't mm-hmm. see any customers, which means they have no income. Um, and they're mm-hmm. self-employed, which means, you know, they don't qualify for unemployment. So, mm-hmm. it, it wow. um, you know, so, so it's a scary time right now for a lot of people. Um, you know, first, I think it's scary from the health side because health is most important. And then I think the economic side is also you know, it's scary for people, but I think we have to realize that, you know, while it could be challenging, our economy will will come back, but people who are really sick, you know, might not be able to come back. So it's important that we listen to what our governor and, 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 and uh, other elected officials and particularly healthcare experts, um, you know, when they're asking us to stay inside, you know, it's because ultimately the only way we're going to get beyond this is if it's contained and we can go for a while without any new reports. And once that mm-hmm. happens, hopefully we can get back to 
I would say a new normal. I don't think we're, we're going to go back to what we were used to, but I think we'll have a new normal for a while. So how has the the coronavirus impacted small business? Have a lot of businesses ceased operations? I believe that the malls have closed. So as of yes. right now, tell us about in the capital district. What's open, what's closed, and, yeah. It's safe to say that most businesses are closed to the public. Um, Again, there's businesses that are able to operate remotely, and then you have what's called essential services, and and obviously that's anything that's health-related. So doctor's offices, you know, they're not doing – most of them are not doing any routine visits Um, right now even – uh, any any surgeries at hospitals that are elective surgeries, those aren't happening. You know, obviously pharmacies, those things are open. The you know grocery stores, uh, convenience stores, um, you know things that people you know need. Um, banks are open at this point, but in most cases you can't go into the branch of a bank. You have to go through the drive-through, and then some of the branches, if you actually have to speak to someone and do work, you can schedule an appointment. Um, any traditional retail store right now um, is closed. Um, obviously, your listeners know that that you know just like when we have a bad prediction for a bad snowstorm, people go and buy products off the of shelves in our supermarkets. And right now, when you go into a supermarket, you know it started where you couldn't get hand sanitizer or the you know the the cleansing wipes and those things, and then it got to toilet paper and paper towel and and now, you know, if you go to a supermarket, you know, very well the whole dairy section is cleaned out, the rice and the, the pasta. And, and I think that really what we have to remind ourselves is we can't just look out for ourselves. We have to look out for other people as well. Um, and, you know, while you want to have an adequate supply, you don't want to hoard at your house because it means other people can't have it. And... Um, so most of the stores now have restrictions. You know, a couple of, you know, last week they were saying you can only buy two of a product. Now some of the stores are saying one of a product. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think it's something that we have to be aware of. So to, so to your, a little bit to your question to go a little bit deeper, Cynthia, that, you know, I have to say that, the, that you know, most businesses rely on banks you know, and they might have a loan from a bank, and and the banks have really been terrific. Even before the federal government came in with rules, the banks on their own were letting clients know that if they needed to um, to look and go a period of time where maybe they were paying just interest and not paying on the principal of their loan, or in some cases, you know, they were letting them go 90 days without paying either one. So I would say any business who's listening. Um, you know, they should contact their bank to see what types of arrangements can be made. And then I think anybody who's just a resident who lives here and we have our homes, and if for some reason, you know, for a lot of us, fortunately, because we can work from home, um, our employers are still able to pay us um, or we're able to collect unemployment insurance. And there's normally a waiting period for that, and that waiting period has been waived. But if anyone has you know, has, has severe financial difficulties. Um, there, again, is a window of time foreclosed or anything on people's mortgages um, because, again, we need a window of time to get beyond this. 
Do you think that the president's um, statement that he'd like to see everything back to normal in two weeks is unrealistic? Um, I, I missed the first part. The statement from whom, um, Cynthia? From President Trump. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it's maybe it's his hope that he he hopes that can happen. Um, but I think when you listen to the medical experts, yes, I think he was saying that he hoped that the business could be back opening by by Easter. But if you look mm-hmm. and you hear the reports, I'm not real. That that doesn't sound realistic to me at this point. Okay. Um, so have you? So I think that we to have to go. I'm say sorry. That again. Uh, I was going to say. So I think that, as I said, you go ahead. I'm go sorry. Ahead, well, go I'll ahead. go back to the comment that my from the earlier comment is. I believe that until we can go a period of time when there's no new cases, I think that until that happens. I think we're going to have some real, you know, restrictions of being self-contained um, because we've learned mm-hmm. from the lessons from other countries that, 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 that what we're doing right now is really the only way to, to ward against it. And I think people have to take it seriously. Um, you know, you can see, you know, just in the last couple of days, it's come out that Louisiana now has a, a large outbreak and it's because mm-hmm. particularly a lot of younger people weren't paying attention and they were still going to, bars and restaurants and parties. And I think that, um, you know, it's, it's good that government is putting these restrictions on because I think if not, I think people think they live in a bubble and they're going to be safe. Um, mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. if um, I know you and I had talked about the uh, paid sick leave in Albany County, giving what, is going on right now, would you reconsider reconsider your position on that uh, important vote? Well, it's not from the perspective of Albany County. If you remember, it wasn't we were against paid sick time. We were against one county having it. And I think that you've seen already that the the state legislature is going to be taking it up. They already they already have it right now. It's it's, it's paid sick time um, relative to if it's corona related. That was already enacted, and then I anticipate that they will they'll they'll take it up. Um, you know, just as good practice going forward. So mm-hmm. you, you know, again, and and if you remember from our conversations last year, Cynthia, my comment was this is a better issue as for the state to deal with versus individual counties. Um, and, and that's happening at this point, which is, which is again, a more appropriate place for it to occur. Now, have you personally spoken to businesses who have unfortunately closed down because of this? And what was their comments? Yes, myself and members of our chamber staff, every day we're talking to businesses. Um, we started... Um, I think I think our first email to our membership will be uh, was was two weeks ago, and that's when businesses were still operating as usual, and we were starting to to um, you know give them information on what they might want to do in their organization, and we have sent out um, whenever there's really new information, we send emails out to our membership. Um, last Friday, 
uh, we announced we were going to be hosting a webinar on Small Business Administration disaster loans and that we had 100 slots. Uh, within no time, those slots were filled. So then we hosted another session that day. Those were filled. Then we hosted another session on Saturday. So we are, we are there right side by side with, with our local business community, trying to do whatever we can to help them during these difficult times. You know, the challenge is, you know, there's no magic wand we can wave for it to go away. You know, and there's not just grants where they can get free money. Um, but I think that they know that, that we're going to do everything we can to connect them to resources and to support them as much as possible through this process. From your perspective, uh, you know, everybody's thinking is evolving as, as the days go by. Um, once the dust settles, what would you consider the new normal, or haven't you come to that realization yet? Yeah, I don't think we any of us know it yet. I think that, you know, as you know, as a nation, we're very re- resilient. You know, you think back of when we went through when we, when we, when we went through 9-11, and I think we thought that things were never going to be, quote, the same. And while they're not the same, you know, we, we, I think we all got back to a, a, a certain level of comfort, and, and I, I think that same thing will happen. But I think, you know, obviously this is something that none of us will ever forget. And I think as we, you know, as, as hopefully as whether it's a month from now or two months from now or whenever it is that we get to the new normal, I think that we're going to be more, you know, I think to start with, we'll probably distance each other a little bit. You know, I think that in, until we build back that comfort level. Um, mm-hmm. So, again, I, I think it's a lesson that, we'll all, that we all learn and won't forget. Um, but I think that if, if, if we base it on past, when, when parts of the country have had natural disasters or, again, examples of, you know, world wars or, or 9-11, um, that, 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 that we show we're able to adjust um, and, you know, we're able to bounce back. And we're looking forward to that happening again this time as well. And um, I'm going to have to, unfortunately, s- sign off, Cynthia, but I'm glad we had a chance to talk today. And, and thanks for always bringing these issues forward to your listeners. Thank you, Mark. Have a great day and good luck, good luck with, uh, with the chamber. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.